0: everyone. Welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast where I force my friends to watch a movie they've never seen or they gently ask me to watch a movie I've never seen. Today, I am joined by
1: me, Eric,
0: mm-hmm. the boyfriend. Tell me something about yourself.
1: I saw the Prince of Egypt again today for the first time in I don't know how many years, and I cried like throughout the whole movie.
0: There you go, everyone. He's a crier. I am. And today, we're not talking about The Prince of Egypt, so we're going back to spooky stuff. But today, <laughs> we're going to talk about a movie that I've never seen, that this guy's always talked about, The Thing. So, it's your favorite Scary horror movie. Yes. Why?
1: Uh, I don't consider. So, like, our generation grew up with, to me, just like gore fest movies that have just I been guess. misconstrued as horror films. Mm-hmm. And I just, eh, Are I'm talking not about into like that crap or something. That kind of stuff. The bad Saw movies, like not the not the first one, which is yeah. great, but like Saw just slowly over time grew into just this ridiculous. I could get through three. Yeah, it's just because ridiculous. It. It's just ridiculous. Blood cut up. So you're, guts not, everywhere, you're garbage. Not a gory person. Yeah, I hate that kind of, Like, to me, that's not, that's not like real horror. That's not real scary movies. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, I don't know. I'm not into that. People some are into before. that. That's cool. Yeah, Go for it. Before. You know what I mean? Like, to each his own. Go for it. But uh, I just, uh, like, the original Omen is just a crazy movie if you've never seen yeah, that. Yeah, I've never seen that Matt, movie. Man, it's, 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 wow. Like, and this is kind of the, I guess, the ironic part is that the thing does get somewhat graphic. It does That's get gory. That's what I going to say. Uh, but the thing is, I think the reason why I like it so much is because you don't, you just don't know where it's coming from. And there's so many weird creative ways that they get. It's not just like someone gets their arm bitten off or something or, or, there's not even really like a whole lot of blood. Like, there actually, funny enough, is a scene that involves everyone putting their own blood like in a petri dish. Mm-hmm. It's like a test. But you don't actually see like a whole lot of blood all over the place or people getting mutilated. It's not like that. It's the, a lot of the horror in the movie is body horror. The kind of stuff that you see like an alien when it rips out of their right. chest. Or, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that, that weird movie with James Woods from, I think it was like the 70s or something. Um, Video drone. Ooh, that never movie even heard is. Of it. Ah, it's it's ugly. Okay, so <laughs> it's ugly. But yeah, it's like a body horror type film. And again, like it, it has that that specter that just kind of hovers over the film the whole time. You don't know who the thing is. Like you just don't know where it so is. So would who it you is. say
0: that's what's intriguing it that's why you like that this movie so much?
1: Yeah, that and the the sci fi aspect of it. Okay because it is mm-hmm. an alien. Like spoiler alert. It's an alien.
0: <laughs> I was gonna ask.
1: Yeah, they I mean they make that clear at the beginning of the movie but
0: is there okay is there a lot of pop-up scares that's what that's something that i'm like mm, i don't know
1: uh there's a couple there's one that i actually really love because it just like it doesn't scare you but you're just like oh oh shit okay it's happening it's happening it's happening like you know michael scott oh my god it's happening it's like you know what yeah, I mean? Like you're not I freaked. like you're not it doesn't like oh like it doesn't jump out but
0: you you're just like oh shit
1: like it's not a jump scare it's just a jump i guess Right, but the the scene that unfolds as a result of that is fucking nuts. Oh no, <laughs> like it's just yeah, honey. it's like But I mean, I'll tell you, it's uh, it's a good, it's a really good movie. Just even if you don't find it scary, it's just an awesome movie. Yeah, it's just an awesome movie.
0: It's kind of interesting that you started, you know, the episode with I'm not into gore because some of them overdo it. Yeah. you know, even one that you mentioned that's horrible. Oh my god, what movie is it that you randomly put on? Maybe like last year.
1: Oh my God! You're talking about a uh, who was in it? Uh, Kurt Russell. Oh
0: my God! Her <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. You're talking about uh Bone Tomahawk.
0: Oh God! Yeah,
1: that was awful. Like, wow. That's I've for never... people who just have... love
0: watching that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's like,
1: well, I mean, it was. I mean, it was a you know, straight out of Eli Roth's kind of you know weird degenerate oh, fantasy world. His. No, no, it wasn't oh, an Eli okay. Roth, but oh, okay, I mean, it I was a grindhouse was... film. Okay, like he he. Hostel is like a grindhouse film. Right. Like just these ultra violent, you know, bloody gore fest movies where it's not even scary. You're just, you don't want to look because you're seeing someone's like head being cut open and they're, br- or you're seeing someone's stomach being torn open and their intestines just being pulled out of them. You know, just uh-huh. like awful stuff one like that. that. Or like that, that yeah. one that he made recently, the, the green inferno, the one in the jungle. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it, but, but like David told me about it. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to see that. But yeah, like, like Bone Tomahawk, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. no. I mean, people might be into it, you know, but, uh, because I
0: remember you telling me that this movie is kind of ugly. Like, it's kind of like, yeah, there's BXCM ugly stuff. Co- okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're like that.
1: one of my favorite parts of the movie. Uh, I'm not going to tell you, obviously. I'll tell you later on when we, when we discuss the movie mm-hmm. after we see it. But, uh, yeah it's a it can we curse is it i, I don't even remember it's we okay, can but, okay yeah it's a seriously fucked up part like i like think you
0: already cursed honey
1: okay yeah i think i did yeah <laughs> okay. no the the part that i'm thinking of like yeah it's seriously fucked up like it, it's <laughs> yeah man like it's just it's also kind of like a jump mm-hmm. it's Scary, like you don't expect it and and you're just like shocked because like there's so much because since since the thing can just be anything mm-hmm. and anyone Anything can just, like, happen. Right. You know what I mean? And the thing is, is that it's a... No pun intended. But the thing is, is, it's not like it just transforms into a person and then, like, that's it. It can, like, manipulate that person's body into doing things that are just abnormal. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of that anime, Parasite. I'm not into that. It's like a gore mm, anime. No. Um, this, I don't like, this... It's
0: hard for me to get into anime. I don't know how gore Yeah, anime well,
1: like, in, in that anime, Parasite, like, there's... I don't know what the hell's going on, but, like, this parasite is inside this guy and it talks to him and then at Mm -hmm. one point it'll just start manipulating his body and it'll turn his hand into like a meat blade or like a meat axe and then somebody another person infected with it their head will open up and they'll and their head will turn into like a bunch of blades Mm -hmm. like just like ugly shit like that and you you it it doesn't get to that extent in the thing but like it'll start to transform into something Mm -hmm. while it's still something else And like the and of course the transformations all screwed up. Okay, so
0: I saw an ugly clip when I was creating the promo, the promos. Okay, and um, you know what? Let me show you while we're on here.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So I can just get your genuine reaction. I'm just gonna show you the promo. I was super proud of it, and uh, for the month. And I, I, so I, I really thought we needed to do this movie because I feel like the draft house, the Alamo draft house, Mm -hmm. the movie theater we go to all the time for those that don't know, but. I mean, I feel like this is just an iconic horror movie and I, I've never seen it and I've always been curious about it, but it's never like really, I think it was something that, like on a bucket list. Like I, I need to see ah. this eventually because it's a classic, even my classic horror films class, we didn't probably, we didn't even discuss. And movie. it's a remake. But that, oh, so this one is a remake. Yeah,
1: it's a remake. The original was in black and white because uh, this is John Carpenter's, the thing.
0: Oh, okay. John Carpenter made Ooh, which this Which is movie. very exciting.
1: Yeah. Uh, which is
0: probably why it's a classic
1: oh yeah it's totally why it's a classic absolutely mm-hmm. like it was um, it came out I want to say around the time that like Alien came out mm-hmm. so that so like sci-fi kind of horror was uh, I'm pretty sure that was kind of like a big thing at that point yeah. or it was a new like kind of a newer thing you know what I mean it wasn't like zombies or Night of Living Dead kind of shit it wasn't mummies or like, yeah. classical stuff like that like it was something different it was something you know literally out and of this world and you didn't know
0: what it was yeah yeah and, and,
1: and yeah, you just didn't know what it was I'll tell you this, the uh the prequel that came out oh, with yeah. uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I wanna
0: do I do wanna ask you about that. I won't
1: spoil that one, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I do remember you seeing it, but I just want to show you the She's gonna the, show
1: me the clip, folks. Let me see. Yeah. The thing crawling behind him?
0: Yes. Oh movie, yeah. Honey. Can
1: you tell what it is? Do you know what that is? No, it's okay, like good, a ball
0: of spider or something. Nah, it's something
1: worse. Honey, <laughs> it's ugly. I'll just tell you that the like, the the line that accompanies that thing right there, yeah, another character just like they all see it, and one of the characters just leans over and utters one of my favorite lines from the movie. You gotta be. Don't tell Well, I mean, it's not like a spoiler. I but, know it's not, but I um, like to
0: save quotes. For okay, this. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so going back to the so that new one that came out, I remember. Yeah, it- it
1: came out I think like in two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. 2012. Yeah, Mary we'll have- Elizabeth Weinstead is in it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it was kind of a big actor, thing. The actor,
1: the actor, I always forget his name. He's an awesome actor. He was in The Great Gatsby. He was the one that
0: uh, Joel Edgerton? Yes, Joel yeah. Edgerton. He's mm-hmm.
1: in it. And some other people are in it too that I, that I know of. Um, does
0: Kurt Russell reprise like or is he doesn't come out? Does no, he? no,
1: like what's actually really fantastic about that movie so is actually um Yeah, no, that the the I I I have I don't own it. I've always wanted to show it to my dad because it really <laughs> is um a legit addition to the original thing. It's not as good obviously as the original yeah. thing, but the reason why I love that one so much is that it's a prequel to it. Mm-hmm. And it perfectly I mean perfectly melds into the John Carpenter's a thing. Oh Like wow. I mean it perfectly melds into it. And and what's funny is when I saw the previews for that movie, I remember because I was telling my friends about it and they were like, oh okay yeah I thought that looked kind of weird, you know, this and that. I thought it was just a straight reboot.
0: And oh, I showed them the
1: original. Like I brought them over to my house and I showed them the cassette because we had it on cassette. That's how long ago this was? Mm-hmm. I showed them the original and like uh, David Sal and all of them were just kind of like, who they love watching horror films. They were just like, wow, holy shit! Why have I never seen this oh movie? My God. And then we went and saw it. They mm-hmm. were like, holy shit, dude! It was a freaking prequel. And I was like, um, yeah. And they were like, wow. And it it like ended.
0: Did you know this
1: perfectly? along going
0: ahead. No, right? I didn't know that. Oh, like okay. when
1: I was watching the movie. I started to realize, oh wow, this is a freaking prequel! Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, because there's certain things in the in the in the John Carpenter's thing that you start to notice in the prequel right away. Oh, things okay. that they, and you'll understand when you see it when you see it because they they find stuff you know and, and you'll understand when you see it. But the the newer one was really good. I thought the I thought the new one was good. Well, Not as good cool. as as John Carpenter's, uh, but certainly good. Hell, there's even a video game. That came out like in the early 2000s or middle 2000s mm-hmm. for the PlayStation 2. Might have been on Xbox, but I remember playing on PlayStation 2, and it was the thing. Yeah. And what was so odd was the game came out right when I saw the movie for the first time.
0: Oh, huh. And I didn't. Yeah, I was going to ask about your experience with that.
1: Yeah, like it, I didn't. Like <laughs> the, when
0: when did you first see I it? I saw
1: it when I was a kid.
0: And how? Like it was on TV.
1: No, my dad showed it to oh me. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, because I because I I would watch movies, of course, for actors and actresses that I liked. Yeah, same. And I really liked Kurt Russell because I was I was into like his action movies. I loved uh Soldier. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie.
0: No. I don't know a lot about Kurt Russell. And oh, here's man. the terrible thing. I always get him confused. Maybe I'm not the only one. Maybe there's someone else out there like that. But I always get him confused with Jeff Bridges. How bad is that? Is that bad?
1: Yeah, that's bad. I don't know I don't, how you there is confused something the two. about <laughs> them
0: too. That I'm just like, hmm, what? You know, I don't know. But anyway, that's just me. But I don't know a lot about Kurt Russell's career, and uh, I always and I was like, which one is it that's in this movie? And I was like, okay, Kurt Russell. Okay. Well, what's cool,
1: what's funny is that you've actually seen the beginning of his film career, which was Used Cars in 1980. Oh, yeah, okay. And prior to that, prior yeah. to that, he was a huge Disney uh-huh. kid. He came out like in a lot of Disney stuff.
0: Yes, I remember like, you talking about that. When yeah, we were watching the
1: movie. yeah, Franz always laughs because he's like, Yeah, it's kinda weird that Walt Disney's like last words was Kurt Russell or something like that before he died. I don't know what I that's don't know what that's about. Really I don't weird. know if that's true, but Franz would say that.
0: Honey, I really wish that I was doing this podcast when you showed me used cars. We were when did okay, this was ah. last this earlier, like kind of towards the when the pandemic happened, like maybe April, I was hanging out at your house with your parents and we watched it.
1: Was it then really? I thought it was before we moved into the apartment.
0: No, I think we were already living in the apartment.
1: Oh, wow. I don't even remember.
0: Yeah. We're currently in my niece's bedroom recording. I miss the apartment. But, you know, I noticed we, we get good sound here. I'm yeah, like, we, okay, yeah. all right. But, you know, it, and we'll see. It's It sucks because we used to live together and now it's-
1: We got divorced.
0: We broke up. I'm just
1: kidding. She could keep the kids.
0: Honey, stop. Don't <laughs> so we didn't even okay, get to get fine,
1: have, fine, I'll see him every other Saturday.
0: We didn't even get to get a kitty and I'm like sad. There's a kitten outside? <laughs> I know, there's a poor That's thing ours. out there. It was it's a really cute cat. But anyway, okay, so I, you know i didn't again i don't have a lot of experience watching kurt russell yeah i've never seen overboard i always see clips clips oh. of that movie i never <laughs> do it in one sitting yeah i just thought it was um i i don't again i just don't know a lot of his career and i'm excited because i know this is a pretty big one so is that other one something about china what is it
1: oh big trouble in little china <laughs> yeah, which is also one. john carpenter
0: oh that's so cool yeah so he must have had like a lot. I mean, I'm I'm kind of like interested in reading about Kurt Russell a little bit more.
1: He loves coming out in like, it, I know back in the day, like in the 80s and stuff, he loved coming out in like kind of corny action films, right? Like Big Trouble in Little China. Like Big Trouble in Little China is just like a ridiculous movie, yes. But it's it's uh, it's awesome. Like it's just, <laughs> like if you saw that movie, you'd understand, yeah. Like because there's just so many ridiculous things going on in that movie. You're just kind of like, what the fuck? Like what? what what is this but it it's charming like it has yeah. its own charm and you it's i mean and it's I, a, I mean that movie's a fantasy like really that movie's a fantasy
0: I think that's why it's a cult classic because a lot of people like it for it's like it's how how strange it is and how and the fantasy aspect probably too
1: yeah shit the my parents one of the first things my dad ever saw him in was a I didn't know it was a made for television movie because I, I saw it when I was a kid it was called Elvis and he played Elvis Presley. Oh, wow. Which is why it's kind of funny that he's in Three Thousand Miles of Graceland and he's oh, an Elvis yeah. impersonator, and he's Elvis's like illegitimate son in that movie too. Mm-hmm. But uh, in that major oh, TV wild. movie, yeah, him and I always get
0: I kind of went over your head, seen right? The beginning, I, I, we never actually. I'm surprised you didn't make me watch that whole movie.
1: Well, it's not at the, it's not at the beginning, like. No, I'm you, talking you, about
0: like I, I mean, obviously, I didn't know that. It's kind of I didn't know where that was headed in that
1: movie oh yeah and, and what's his name kevin cosner was also yes yeah, so supposed a to be an of illegitimate. in that movie yeah there's a shitload of famous yeah. people in that movie. thomas hayden church is randomly in it <laughs>
0: what's your favorite kurt russell performance
1: i'm kind of looking right now mm-hmm. so like
0: right there, there's so many good
1: movies uh, honestly probably oh he played elvis and forrest gump
0: uh, he was uncredited oh my god that's yeah. cool and yeah. you can kind of hear
1: it in his voice i forgot about that uh, yeah, see, he he's, he's in a lot of like action movies, like Stargate, the original Stargate yeah, he's with definitely with uh, an what's his star. name, um, Robert California. Okay. He's the main. He's one of the main characters uh, in there too.
0: James Spader. James Spader. Yeah, my Sorry. my favorite
1: um, Captain Ron is a funny movie. Ca- Captain Ron. Uh, what it, are like his top three Short. big ones? Uh, well, honestly, back to your first question, my favorite performance of his is probably Wider Earp and Tombstone. Uh. Like he is. I mean, first of all, that movie's amazing. That's mm-hmm. probably Val Kilmer's greatest performance in anything. Yeah, was as Doc Holliday.
0: Well, I've never seen Tombstone.
1: <laughs> Ooh, then we're probably gonna do that <laughs> we're at some have point. To cover that, yeah, probably after this. Why not? Just keep it on Kurt Russell for a second, because Tombstone honestly is one of the. Gr- I, I mean, I'm not even gonna say it's my opinion. I'm gonna say it's fact. Tombstone is one of the greatest um, westerns oh, ever yeah. made. I Definitely. mean, ever made, ever ever made. Bill Paxton is great in it, Sam Elliott. and they're all brothers. Yeah. All three of them are brothers and and then I've Doc Holiday is just but we'll, Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll dive into that yeah.
0: cuz I definitely want to watch But yeah. that's, this that's movie. probably
1: my favorite performance of his. Executive okay. Decisions is a really good movie. Um Soldier is just a like a cool sci-fi.
0: Going okay. Going back yeah, to I'm sorry, stay on task. No, that's okay. <laughs> sorry. So go, um so going back to the thing I'm I am excited to see his performance he seems to like to be an actor very interested in the fantasy sci-fi stuff. I'm digging that.
1: Yeah, the first thing film was in 1951, The oh, Thing okay. from Another World, and then 1982 was John Carpenter's and then wow. the sequel was in 2011.
0: So this is early 80s. Mm-hmm. That's that's wild.
1: And Alien had come out. In '79, yeah, I think yeah. it started like the body horror type mm-hmm. type of thing, right? Um, but yeah, this movie is just absolutely. I'm, I'm getting fantastic. excited. I'm getting amped.
0: I, you know, it's 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 October, so of course you just want to sit down, watch the classics, rewatch <laughs> yeah. them all. So I'm excited that this is going to be like. I, I mean i've I've been excited to like want to watch a new scary movie, but not necessarily brand new, just one I've never seen before. So that's something I'm really excited about. I don't really know why I've never seen this movie. I I don't think I've ever had an opportunity to see this movie, and it's just never been on my radar. Does that make any sense? Yeah. yeah. I mean, my favorite scary movie of all time is probably a Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: That's the eighties. I'm
0: I'm a huge Wes Craven person, and probably the
1: height of horror of the horror genre was probably Mm -hmm. there.
0: yeah and i i don't know i just uh, that movie's just oh i I rewatch that every halloween but i'm just i'm excited to see this one i know it's gonna it's a big deal mm-hmm. in in that you know genre um definitely a big one that people talk about but anyway
1: well just one more thing like something cool about the video game was that the video game served as a sequel to oh, the to john carpenter's film oh okay like you play a squad of soldiers who go out there uh Who is this inv- on? investigating Everything? yeah i saw that I, I looked it up right there it was on ps2 and xbox and i think it said pc uh-huh. and you play a team of soldiers that go out there to investigate like what happened because yeah. like they just lost contact you know and it's kind of like well what's going on over here um and like what's kind of messed up in the game is like your squad they can get like taken over mm-hmm. by the thing and it just sucks because like you don't know like it can just like randomly happen throughout it's not like there's points in the game where it'll just happen mm-hmm. it'll just randomly happen you'll start seeing them doing like weird things like they're holding their head going like Ugh, and mm-hmm. you're just kind of like oh no it's coming and then like you could be in the middle of like a boss fight or something and then that that one squad member will just fucking transform yeah then it's like oh no
0: yeah. Uh, But yeah it,
1: it's weird that game came out mm-hmm. right when i saw the movie it was weird like, yeah, it, that like is
0: a weird coincidence yeah
1: but I remember um, playing it with a buddy of mine. I
0: don't really like know exactly the the summary. The but I'm I'm kind of cool well, good, with good. going into going into it kind of blind. I don't really know a lot. I am worried about the like ugliness, but it's gonna be fine. And and the little part. I know. What's the quote that I interrupted you and said? Don't tell me. What is it?
1: So they see that. And how do you?
0: And I want you to do an impression. See here. This is something. It's real simple.
1: It's not like a thing. Like it's it's real simple. Because like it's crawling. Because some shit, like, some, like, wild stuff just happened. Wait, and then, let me do
0: the sound effect. Okay.
1: Yeah, and then, like, everyone just kind of sees that thing crawling around, and they just... And one of the uh. guys... You gotta be fucking kidding. <laughs> because <laughs> they're just stunned at what they saw, and then this thing is just crawling around. And and they're all just like, ugh, like, what the fuck, you know?
0: Mm. Well, <laughs> this is just something I'm going to bring up. I, I So... Just to warn you, in future podcasts, I want you to do like a slight impression of something in this movie, whether it's the previewing the post, that's fine. I love the way you imitate lines in movies and i just need you to do one every time you're on the podcast <laughs>
1: so, i've been saying the the mrs doubtfire thing I know,
0: but we're not gonna bring <laughs> don't them.
1: tell me not to live to sit in butter. life's candy and the sun's a bowl of butter don't bring around the clouds to rain on my parade
0: i'm keeping that in for rammy all right, <laughs> right let's go watch the thing already
1: it's not working we have to go older <laughs> older older like Shelley winter's older or shirley McLean older what's the difference some scotch tape and redhead dye. Yeah. <laughs> what about Joan Collins? Oh, honey, I don't,
0: I don't think have I sh- have the stripe. I don't think I have the stripe. I remember that one. Okay. But I do have some
1: plaster. <laughs> yeah. All
0: right. Let's go watch the thing.
1: All right. Let's watch it.
0: So I want to start the post viewing by, I didn't mention it before, but this is our 10th episode. Congratulations, you're on our 10th episode. Oh, wow.
1: Congratulations. Yes.
0: We're in the double digits. I'm really excited. <laughs> Hopefully, this is something we can keep doing. Halloween has been pretty wild because, you know, we, we don't normally do a weekly podcast. So um, it's been challenging, but it's been very fun. We've been watching a lot, learning a lot. I was happy because, again, this is one I haven't seen. So I, I don't get to do these too often. And I was excited for, to, to do this one. And I was mortified by this
1: movie <laughs> like
0: it is insane but the thing okay so when it started i'm like okay here we go you're right it's not a slow burn that was the first thing you mentioned yeah <laughs> it goes right into it seriously yeah. from the moment you're, you're not really getting to know these you're kind of getting to know the characters but it's not like hey let's talk a little bit about the characters
1: first they're all distinctive yeah i feel like they did that on purpose so you wouldn't have to spend a whole lot of time mm-hmm. getting to know all their like personality quirks like all of them are are like visually different mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form. Like you could tell them all apart, like very well, you know?
0: Yeah. Even like, even when I was telling you like, Oh, so what is this place? So it's a science unit. I'm like, okay. So I was kind of curious why they're out there, this and that, but you don't really need to know. You're, you need to know they're scientists They They explore. They're in the middle of fucking nowhere, which I just want to bring up that that is, it's the absolute most perfect setting for this movie. Out in the middle of 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 fucking Antarctica, like Jesus Christ, and there's like nothing there. You have to deal with all the like the elements. Assuming, the, exactly, everything. that's a very very hard setting to yeah. um kind of be in the situation they're in. Um, I was very cold watching this. movie. I'm not a cold <laughs> person. I'm I'm totally not. I'm, but um, even though it was like 1982, got a lot of 70s feel, which was cool, especially his hair
1: yeah because i mean it's only 1982 it's not that like it usually takes of course what a few a while before they kind of get out of whatever was in the past decade like even in like the early 90s like the like 91 92 you still had like an 80s feel to shit you know yes especially the music and stuff. so
0: it was still kind of that i still had that vibe and i loved it um i would say don't eat and watch this movie
1: yeah i actually stopped eating because of I stuff like that usually doesn't bother me when I'm eating, mm-hmm. but I actually stopped eating <laughs> when some of the stuff was happening. I just kind of like. Mm.
0: Yeah, I guess we can kind of yeah. dive into scenes. Let's go into scenes real quick, okay? So I wouldn't. I usually ask, "Hey, what's your favorite scene?" I don't know if there's favorites. But I I kind of want to change the the name of it. What is the ugliest scene to you, like out of? i was wondering how many times do you see this creature happen like you know kind of do its thing and it's not very many it's not like too much which i loved it's not it's mm-hmm. not it's not overdoing it so what do you say which attack would you say is like your favorite that
1: uh the ugliest scene um for me it's between two it's whenever the dude is sit when they're all sitting on the couch together. There's three guys on the couch mm-hmm. and one of them starts to transform in front of the rest and his face just literally just like melts. Right. And like it, it like it kind of like gets bigger and then it just his eyes pop his face just like disintegrates. Um, that's ugly to watch. And then maybe the um when the dude's chest opens up. That's the worst and bites The me. other guy's arms mm-hmm. off. That is actually probably my favorite scene of the movie yeah just because of how just nuts you're shocked <laughs> that scene I, gets. my mouth was like my jaw <laughs> dropped
0: because <laughs> yeah. when they're performing so basically he goes into cardiac arrest a guy
1: has a heart attack and then
0: you know the doctor has to go in and well one of the doctors because there's a couple there on staff right because they're scientists well anyway he's doing the little heart the little he, he's
1: using the defibrillator to yes. try and jump start his heart he hits him with it and then he checks his pulse nothing, nothing. and then he he hits him with it a second time, but right when he pushes his arms down, the dude's chest fucking opens up. Like, his arms up go like, in him. Yeah, his chest opens up like a mouth. Like, there's it's teeth. It's disgusting. And his, the doctor's arms go right into the chest, and Whatever then the comes. teeth close and just bite his arms off. Like, it's it's nuts. <laughs> and I mean, it just happens, like, I mean, out of nowhere. Like, yes. it just happens. That's and probably
0: the wildest scene in that movie to me. Yeah,
1: because you just don't see that. Like, remember you asked me, are there any jump scares? And I was telling you, yes. eh, not really like that. But you
0: said one, I think. yeah. Like yeah. I
1: would say either that or when Kurt Russell is testing the blood, right. And he tells the the older guy, I forget, I don't know that actor's name. He's come out on a bunch of stuff. He played the president in Clear and Present Danger um he's like you know we'll do you next and then he hits the blood and and the blood just like shoots out of the oh, freaking yeah. petri dish
0: i had a feeling it was him oh yeah a- uh the, the the stoner dude the
1: stoner dude yeah poor bastard yeah i think he was the one that the dog went to
0: i think so too
1: because it looked like his silhouette
0: that's another thing i want to discuss in the, about this movie it's not oh, but- only like it's the mystery yeah of who is it and that's something that's intriguing to me that I found very fascinating. It's not only the ugliness and the body horror of it; it's also the who do you trust?
1: The suspense. And,
0: yes, and it's very, it's very good. Sorry, what were you saying, honey?
1: Oh, just um, to finish what you had asked before, like which scene is the ugliest? But it's between those two. But the scene with the with the chest with the chest opening, that part is is my favorite part of the movie, honestly, because like. That's like you would think that that would be enough, and then you know he hits it with the flamethrower because like the transformation of that poor guy mm-hmm. comes out, and you know you see the head
0: come oh, out of his chest ugly. and all that,
1: and it has like one arm, and it's just like screaming, and he hits it with the flamethrower, and then the dude's original head pulls itself off of his body, and you just see everything, like you see the skin. Stretching, you see yes. all the tendons. It falls on the ground, sprouts legs, and starts crawling around. Yeah,
0: That's <laughs> like, oh, the, That was the. T- 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 okay, yeah. so I was like, "This is fucked up." And <laughs> when that guy said that line, it was fucking perfect.
1: You've got to be fucking kidding! <laughs> it's, a, it's a
0: spider head, like it's yeah. ugly. I didn't, with the arm on it, mm-hmm. it's just insane. Like, it's not only just how everything changes, it's how everything looks.
1: Yeah, it's, it's obviously in, human, it's obviously ugly, like, it's just, that's the only way to describe it, it's just ugly. You like, can't,
0: like, you can't even see a figure, because, like, even when they were bringing in the bodies that were yeah. from the other, you know...
1: They were, like, half-transformed or yes. something. and I'm yeah. like, why
0: does it have two faces? Like, its face was, like, burned, and it was, like, dragged, as if it was, like, melted. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, too. It was so weird. And I was like, how is this formed?
1: You actually see that in the prequel.
0: Oh, okay. You see how
1: that happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up.
0: <laughs> that was what was so cool. So, as we were watching the movie, I mean, again, it just starts. you got the guy chasing the dog. You don't know what's going on. And obviously... I already got a hint of what's going on. Oh, something's in the dog. Yeah. And they don't know it yet. I think something I wrote in my notes What is that what I love. I love when it starts when someone else's story is ending. Mm-hmm. And you have like a whole other story happening. And the guy dies in the helicopter. The guy dies with the the stupid thing with the grenade he dropped yeah. it sucks
1: dude <laughs> that was kind of a dumb that thing was really like they could have come up with a well, better no, way like, of that of one of something them died happening. but then
0: the other one just got shot because yeah. they didn't know what the fuck this the yeah, guy he was, was just doing. trying to
1: shoot the dog he hit one of the uh one yeah. of the americans on accident he hit him in the leg on accident
0: a great start to this movie yeah. i have to say it's very intense and you're it's understandable like if you're in a situation like that like mm-hmm. some fucking crazy people are coming in and you don't know what's going on um and and what's there,
1: sad is like there was even just the language barrier yes because they what were um, they were norwegian yes what norwegian, they said yeah and so like th- there was just no way they could have even communicated with yeah, them no. like that one guy i think was reading some of the stuff some of yes. the notes that the doctor mm-hmm. brought back from their camp but and i mean that's another tapes, thing that's yeah. another thing that's wild is you know you just get that movie at you know at the time like you just have that movie and you never you never find out what happened in that in that norwegian camp Mm-hmm. Like you just never find out like all you have is just the ending of it just the wreckage Perfect, and shit and like, it's just like well, what the hell i mean like all this stuff happened here it's like what happened over there like oh, you don't man. know and then you have the 2011 prequel Which and I have that's to why that's shout cool out to that
0: because i think it's such a great idea that yeah. they went and did this not on you know not only because, okay, whenever we were watching, I was like, ooh, the axe, you know, just reminded me of The Shining. And you were like, you know what's wild? How you told me that that comes out later in the prequel.
1: Yeah, Joel Edgerton is the one who puts that oh, in the whoa. wall because he's one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. Him and, and uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead mm-hmm. are in it. And uh, Tormund from yeah, Game of Thrones is in it. That, I didn't huh? realize he was in that until I was watching clips of it before. But, um, yeah, Joel Edgerton is the one who, does, who puts the axe there. Mm-hmm. You see... You see how everything gets caught on fire. You see them pull the thing out of the ice. Like you see all that in the prequel. Wow. That's what's amazing. Like you see everything. Like you get the full on beginning of the story, mm-hmm. which you know some people might not like. You know some people like the mystery of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, no, I like not knowing. I like just speculating as to what might have happened there.
0: But it's also neat, though.
1: Yeah, but it's also neat. You know, and and I didn't feel like you know a lot of nowadays. There's a lot of just throwaway sequels and throwaway prequels, just money grubbing stuff. That movie though, like, it wasn't like the thing you know had a gigantic following. You know, it, it had didn't, a big. Yeah, it, it was a cult hit. Yeah. So that so the the newer one. That's why the newer one was just called the thing. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was trying to be like just like its own film, but you could tell that that movie was made by people who loved the the 1982 kurt russell version oh, definitely and they, that's why they just set yeah. everything up like the guy who killed himself that they found and his blood was frozen mm-hmm. you see that guy do that like wow. every everything that they found in that place they gave a story to and they explained in in that prequel it wasn't just a throw like that's what i really liked about it and i'm surprised i never believe it or not i never saw that movie again like yeah. i saw it maybe once after that on hbo or something mm-hmm and I tried to get my dad to watch, but I don't think he ever did. But now he's really interested because I was showing him clips from it. And he was just yeah. like, dude, this is fucked up.
0: He probably would like it. I think you, you should try that. He probably
1: could because the creatures look worse because God. they can use CGI now. Yeah. So when they transform, you know, it's, is it's the wild. Is CGI bad? I mean,
0: because it, that's like subjective. You, yeah. Like, I don't
1: have really high standards when it comes to it. As long as it looks, for me, as long as it looks decent, I'll yeah. only complain or say anything about CGI. If it's excruciatingly bad, like Mm -hmm. the CGI in Black Panther, which is, you know, a Marvel movie, but the CGI looks like shit, Mm -hmm. or if it's uh, Jurassic Park, you know, and the movie came out nearly 20 years ago, and the CGI is better than freaking movies you see nowadays. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like when you see the velociraptors uh, in the uh, non-animatronic scenes. You're right. They look amazing, mm-hmm. or the last shot of the T Rex screaming yeah. at the end of the movie—you know—that's all CGI and it looks fantastic. Like that's the only time I'm ever gonna say anything about CGI yeah. if it's really good or if it's really bad. Yeah, you know. Since and, you're
0: talking about, since we're we're talking about that, I want to dive into Alex's IMDb facts, right? So I'm looking <laughs> at him and I really was curious about it when watching the movie. Like, how did they make this? How did they make this movie? So a couple. I'm just gonna read a couple. And it was all
1: practical. Yeah, it was all practical. <laughs> Puppets and so shit.
0: John Carpenter has stated that this is his favorite like movie that he's done. Like really, it's his personal of all the movies. This is his personal <laughs> That's favorite. That's fucking awesome. I know, and I think it's it's not <laughs> only just because of the again the body horror. It's really the the horror of like being isolated and then also being in this situation where you can't trust anyone. That's fucked up.
1: Well, it's also just so creative. Mm-hmm. Like what a critical drinker. Said in his, you know what I mean? Like everything that, ha- all the creatures and all the ugliness and all the things that come out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's very creative. It's like, wow, how did they think of this? You know, like there's tentacles that just shoot Seriously. out of the body and, and they're, they're not even like... There's a couple times when the tentacles hmm. hit something, like they purposefully hit something, but a lot of times they're just like thrown out there, wiggling, trying to just touch anything. I you know, know what I mean? that's it's what's
0: scary. Like, it's-, it's
1: trying to survive. Like, it's trying to latch on to just anything. It's like, ah, just grab something. Yeah. Because that was the whole purpose of it. It was just trying to survive.
0: Definitely, and, yeah. And
1: that, that the way it acted, even just little stuff like that. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but... It seems like that's what it seems like, you know, like it was just trying to find anything to latch on to and just continue to multiply, not multiply, but spread and stay alive.
0: Something that I like that we did and I should have brought it up earlier and I was going to. um, We did watch the critical drinkers review of it and mm-hmm. we as we mentioned the last time we did a podcast which is one on falling down we watched it he just coincidentally did the thing it's not like we're going to be bringing him up coincidentally every time we do-
1: once again he did a movie we decided to, to, do. to do yeah, yeah. so it's
0: pretty cool so after we watched the movie we watched the review what i was going to bring up is a, like a little critique he had which i was surprised about like saying that we don't really know what they wanted we don't really know oh
1: yeah you never know what the and things I,
0: honestly i like it better that are. way like you yeah. don't. i mean it's just this creature like that's just what it is because
1: in the end it doesn't matter it's still doing what it's doing exactly you know I mean? so it's like
0: like i know like you can kind of get a like a feel of what it's like whole like mission is but you know that's just i don't know I but just you think. see
1: i would kind of disagree with him that mm-hmm. we don't know its motivations because i would think its motivations is very clear it's it's trying to survive
0: yeah you know what I mean, I mean smart. They,
1: yeah, and it's obviously intelligent and, mm-hmm. and they say it in the movie that, you know, it's it's trying to just hide inside someone exactly. until until the rescue team gets to us and then it can get the hell out of here. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just trying to survive. It's just trying to survive and move on. And then at the end when they're like, you know, when they find it's the new ship that it's building, you know, they're like, yeah, it's going to just go hide somewhere and it's just going to basically freeze mm-hmm. and wait till somebody else finds it and then get out so we can't we can't let that happen we have to kill it like we have to go and find it and kill it we cannot let it Mm -hmm. freeze and just hibernate basically
0: um the one i was looking for like on the imdb facts it says here the film's considered a benchmark in special makeup effects of course and they were created by this guy named rob botten who was only 22 when he started this project (laughs) isn't that fucking crazy yeah I just think anyone and i'm I'm gonna give a shout out to my friend Candace who loves horror movies she she knows her shit when it comes to Has that she seen this oh probably honey. right
1: because they showed it at the draft house Yeah, we were often. actually
0: supposed to go see it at the draft house, but unfortunately they're
1: showing it next Friday
0: yeah, so they're showing it at a time when we couldn't see it that well we needed to do the podcast so it's unfortunate but yeah. I mean still, I think it would have been. We're jumping way ahead, but I think it would have been a really badass experience to have it in theaters. Oh, yeah. And I'm kind of bummed that (laughs) we didn't get to do it because I think it would have been awesome. Um, Here's something I found that I thought you would find interesting. So it opened the same day as Ridley Scott's Blade Runner. Okay. Oh,
1: two cult films. Exactly. And that's exactly
0: what it says. Two movies that didn't do well. And it, but have a huge cult following, mm-hmm. and I think I just think it's so fascinating. That's kind of how it ended up happening. Wow! Let's see. It took Kurt Russell around a year to grow the famous beard
1: and <laughs>
0: hair. MacReady—that's how you say his name, right? Yeah. A year. That feathered hair, though.
1: Yeah, He's, it was oh, beautiful.
0: Yeah, let's go into that. Let's go into some favorite characters. Was there who is who would you say is your favorite? Is it Kurt
1: Russell? Oh well, Kurt Russell, yeah, yeah. Kurt Russell or um, Keith David's character um, Childs. Because oh, he yes. was just like oh, he was fantastic. just like such a hardcore dude. I love you know? him.
0: I love that dude. Yeah, that guy's yeah. that
1: guy's badass. Like a lot of people, you know, they know him from stuff like from more recently, you know. He but mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's, he he's kinda a badass character seems like in that, that movie. Guy.
0: He's like, oh, it's yeah. that guy. Yeah, You yeah. mm-hmm. He recognized his voice and everything. I would say it was the doctor for me, the one who just turned really bad.
1: Oh, the one who who he destroyed all of the um the one who who realized yeah, just, it was it was spreading and that if it got out, it was going to spread everywhere. Was
0: hardcore. That's yeah, when, when he just when he just destroyed just everything, like, yeah. That's just that's just like when it hits you that they're stranded in the middle of nowhere, and 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 part of me is like, is he doing this because he is a scientist? He knows if this gets out, he's like saving the world and in, in general. No, because that's exactly
1: he, what it is. That that's exactly what it was. So
0: he wasn't affected yet.
1: Yeah, no, he wasn't affected yet. That's why I was telling my my dad that I always wondered
0: mm-hmm.
1: when it got him because like yeah. Because what ha- what happens is is there's two doctors and one of the doctors his name was Blair.
0: Blair. Is he the um mm-hmm. he
1: basically f- figures out that the thing is is spreading amongst them and it's probably still amongst them and he runs like this computer thing that tells him if it gets out of that camp and goes to like a more heavily populated area it'll just spread across the the world just until it just covers the entire world. So he immediately just he destroys both of the helicopters he destroys, he destroys all their modes of transportation and then he destroys all of the radio equipment. Mm-hmm. So nobody can radio for help. Nobody can get out. Yeah. Everyone is just stuck there. So the thing doesn't escape. And then, of course, they lock him up because they think he's, you know, going nuts. And yes. he, I mean, he is just like
0: just trying to losing kill them. his mind when he's yeah. doing
1: it. Yeah. Like he's like, he's trying even like, yeah. yeah, he's even shooting at them to keep them the fuck uh, away from him because that's how serious he is. And I mean, you know, it's by the end of the movie, you you agree with that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: And they lock him up in a shed uh, for basically the rest of the movie. And then when they go out to to test him to see if he's infected, he's just gone. Oh, yeah. And then when they look under the shed... At
0: he what had, he's he, been doing. Yeah,
1: he dug a hole through the ground and I built know. a new spaceship. So at some point, he the thing got to him yeah. and infected him. But clearly when he was destroying all that equipment, he wasn't infected because like...
0: And I think that's why Again, I admire like him would so it, much. Again, why would it do
1: that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why would it sabotage itself? It wouldn't. It would It would want to get out.
0: Yeah, that's what really made me admire his character so much because, like, he's already thinking in the future. Yeah. And he knows it's just, the, that's it. More about, like, like, great job with acting and characters. Let's talk about the dog. The dog... It was fantastic. (laughs) I kept telling Eric, like, oh, my God, the little husky in the beginning. Well, not little, but, you know, beautiful dog who did such good. uh, Like he did such a good job acting. So I'm, I'm looking here on the facts and it says here the Norwegian dog in the film was named Jed. He was a half wolf, half Malamute breed. Okay, excellent animal actor, never looking at the camera, the dolly or the crew members. Jed, however, is not the dog seen in the beginning of the chase scene. Where the that Norwegian is trying to shoot him. Yeah. And I guess in the commentary of the movie, this was another dog painted to look like him. So I guess they used him and stuff, but they also painted the dog. But anyway, Painted the dog. I guess they had to, I don't know, it says painted to look like Jed. Might have had to put some black in there. But yeah, I was beautiful like, dog. Yeah, me, thinking like
1: meet the parents. He spray paints oh, the cat's spray tail. What <laughs> the hell's going on?
0: Have you ever watched The X-Files?
1: Yeah, a little bit, yeah.
0: I'm I'm getting more and more curious about that show.
1: It's. Uh, is it hard to watch? There's some episodes that are just, I mean, fucking creepy, man. Man, like there are I some mean, episodes that I'm are interested. just fucking creepy. Like, like I know the first season because that show ran for a long time, mm-hmm. for a long time. And I remember um, seeing episodes when I was a kid that just like traumatized me mm-hmm. and shit because alien stuff is just it just freaks me out. It's just I weird. know. Uh, Because I know, like, you might get interested because the first season ends with uh, the chick disappearing. Oh, okay. And David Duchovny is just, like, looking for and looking for and then she just winds up in a field somewhere. Wow. And um, you find out that she was abducted. Like, she was straight up abducted. Yeah. And he is just, like, obsessed with wanting to know if the shit is real. Mm -hmm. So he's, like, intentionally trying to, like, get abducted, I think, like, in the second season. Right. And she's, like, trying to tell him, like, no, it's not a good experience. You know, like, don't do that. Mm -hmm. And then he ends up getting abducted. And then, of course, it's just, yeah, it's just horrible. Yeah. (laughs) It's just horrible. It's just absolutely horrible. Well,
0: apparently in season one, episode eight, I guess, I think it's called Ice, like, the episode. It's, like, supposed to be a direct homage to this movie. Like, they made an episode that's supposed to be, like just paying its respects because it's obviously a good plot for like an alien kind of type of, of story. Like it's something you just, I think that's just what's so fucking terrifying is like, you don't even know what this is. You don't even know how to fight it. I mean, thank God for the Flame. Yeah. That's fame. why the
1: drinker said that Keith, when Keith, uh, Keith Richards, when Keith <laughs> David walked yeah. out, this fucking legend shows up with a flamethrower. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Like, I don't know. That was, that was pretty insane. Um, huge weapon that was very convenient because i don't know i just think it's insanely lucky that they even had that fucking mm-hmm. thing because how would the hell would they have fought like fought in this thing they couldn't
1: and you know it's actually Without touching it either it's actually very similar the situation is very similar to alien when you think oh, about yeah. it mm-hmm. like the same thing they, their only weapons were flamethrowers oh, you know yeah. i mean in the thing they had guns but the guns did nothing to them they had to hit it with flamethrowers mm-hmm. but you know they're stuck in this isolated area all by themselves, mm-hmm. they don't know where it is. They're being picked off one at a time. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. and there's just nothing that they can do. Like it's all they all they can really do is just sit there and just wait. Yeah. But I mean, of course, there's different a lot of. I'm not saying it's a copy or anything like that. It's just there's you know good horror those both of those are extremely great mm-hmm. alien based horror films and and they have you know similar similar things going on and that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's just at least in the thing they started coming up with some kind of plan you know that just set fire to everything
0: <laughs> seriously
1: i always i always thought it, i I always forget that that one guy just like burned himself apparently that dude who was like real good friends with kurt russell's character mm-hmm. he had a beard and glasses
0: oh the other doctor that died yeah like yeah. he was
1: he was doing research or whatever yes. but like you never like see what happened to him like you know you never
0: well his body was burned right yeah his,
1: his like it looked like he burned himself but it was just kind of like why like what happened like yeah. what what made him do that? And you just never know. And it's yeah. just fucked up. Like they just find his, de- his charred body, and that's it. I know. And it's like, well, shit. Like, which kind what of happened? You know, like, yeah, oh my I god. Know.
0: Which leads me to like another scene that I found that was like fucking badass. Was when it gets that one guy. So they're both sitting in that room, or those two guys. You got the Hyde looking dude, who's naturally named Windows. Yeah. When Eric said he's he looked like Hyde. Oh my god, he looks like Hyde from that yeah, he show. He does. Yeah. And then you have the other guy in there with um which which body was that that was under the blanket that they didn't really like really it was the
1: two-faced body oh okay. from uh from when, that the, they Norwegian the other place can't. yeah okay because the doctor and see i never caught this was the first time i caught what that do the beard the bearded dude with the glasses that burned himself up told kurt russell when he was reading the doctor's notes when he was reading blair's yeah. notes and he said some of these bodies aren't fully dead they still have like what was it called cellular um not cellular respiration, but cellular division mm-hmm. is going on still in some of these bodies. Oy. And and that's mm-hmm. when they just looked at each other and they were like, and then they just yeah. kind of realized like, oh my God. And then that's when the scene you're talking about happens. Like right then right. that happens.
0: Because that guy gets like wrapped in it. It's doing something. Yeah.
1: It's tentacle. Like you can see the tentacle coming out of its mouth, Ooh. coming out of the dude's mouth and shit. Yeah,
0: man, that's messed and up. And then when
1: they show up, all the blood is gone.
0: Yes, and it's all like, cleaned up. Yeah, and it's all like cleaned up
1: happened. and shit. Like, and yeah, he's like, nothing happened. Off. Exactly. Like, like the dude's and, you, and it made sense because whenever he, Russell dropped the petri dish later on when he was testing it, uh-huh. and the thing shot out of the blood. Yeah, all the blood like ran.
0: Yes, Straight I saw to that. the
1: to the guy who who was transforming. Like, mm-hmm. so it was just like he said. You know, like when a man gets cut and bleeding, you know, it's it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But for this thing, every single cell. Of yes. it is important. Yes. Every single cell like almost has its a mind of its own, but it's like it's almost like a hive mind. Like all mm-hmm. the parts are thinking in tandem. Right. They're not independent of one another. Mm-hmm. So that's what's that's what's wild. You know, that's what's yeah. insane.
0: I think my favorite shot like was basically when they're chasing him and he falls to the ground and he's still trans, he's still like basically imitating. And he's like in mid transformation, and his hands are all fucking whatever. Yeah, like when they
1: when you first when the camera first turns and you see the dude's face, he looks totally human. Yes. and then you see his arm come up, and he has like Like, five hands or something. Like they almost look like talons or something. Talons more like. And then he just lets out that ugly scream. 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 See that in a theater would have been amazing to hear. That is literally like my
0: favorite creepy thing (sighs) moment.
1: I can't imitate it, I, but I can't. it's just I'll try. man. Uh, I it's just I can't awful. I guess like, just horrible. it's so inhuman. Like it's I like this. In, it's it's like Uncanny Valley kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you know it's supposed to be human, but it's there's something off about it. You yeah. know what I mean? And then you hear that sound, and it's just mm-hmm. it just makes you uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: the blood test scene was fucking perfect. Yeah, like that is another like scene that's huge, and I know it's an important one because I think John Carpenter. You know, I was reading another fact that. That was the scene that he needed like that he like really pulled him in to do this. Like, yeah, because it's fucking perfect. Pulled like, who in to do it. Uh pulled John Carpenter into doing the project, I think. Oh because of how uncomfortable it makes and he and it also brought him back to Alien. Thinking of having something hidden in a suit, hidden in a man, and you don't know. Uh. And I and that blood test was just something was like the perfect way to find it. And yeah. it was just fucking ugly.
1: What did you think of the ending? Did it, did it tickle your fancy or were you not in it, into it?
0: I was perfect. I, I honestly just... was there sitting like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Who's going to, like, I just didn't, is everyone just going to die? Because it's, it's honestly like really the plausible way that it can end that where nobody else would be affected by it. So you, the story is really just seeing like this destruction of this camp. But no, it ended really well because the two guys are just there. I mean, do you think any of them have it? Do you think any of them are infected? I mean, like
1: the only question is is if Keith Keith David has it because he just he was disappeared. Gone. He, disappeared, like, he just yeah. disappeared. and that was the thing I was laughing about with my dad was there was like no se- there was no reason for him to have, for them to have left him behind when they went to go see Blair. All of you, all four of you, know that you're clear. Right. All four of you know beyond a reasonable doubt that none of you are infected with it. Mm-hmm. Why would you start separating? Like, why would you like, why would you do that? <laughs> and it's just and that's still my dad. Yeah. Just that, you know, classic horror movie, you know, nonsense. It's like, just split up. oh, let's all split up. Oh, Let me go over here by myself. Oh, great idea. You know, it's like, OK, you know, uh-huh. like what they poke fun of at a, ca- in a cabin in the woods,
0: which I've never seen. Really? Yes. We've discussed. Oof. We literally discussed this the last podcast in The Blair Witch.
1: And the thing, yeah, it just made no sense to me that they left him behind, and mm-hmm. then of course they go, and then he leaves, and it's yeah. like, well, where did he go? So, I, I mean, I really don't know, you know. And the thing, a thing that makes me think that, um, that he's probably not infected, that they're both, I don't okay, think they are, is that he doesn't attack Kurt Russell or anything. He doesn't try to assimilate him, you know. And also, you see an earring on his ear,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: is metal, and in the prequel what what's cool about the prequel is they come up with their own test which is you know it can't copy anything inorganic mm-hmm. so like mary elizabeth winestead at one point she finds metal teeth fillings in a shower because it assimilated somebody right. but it spit that shit out because mm-hmm. it couldn't it couldn't recreate it, and it couldn't um digest it or whatever so that becomes their test. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which is cool. It's like, oh, another, th- like another kind of test. Like, right. cool. Because
0: mm-hmm. I think that's just what made this movie so cool was that whole part.
1: Yeah. Like, was them figuring out like.
0: Because it's so, it's so intense and, and then you're scared that it and you're like. And the yeah. fact that it worked. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Especially from something uh, they don't know. Because when they started plotting to like, okay, we're going to do where I draw everyone's blood. We're going to test it with normal blood. It's like, oh, great. I was like, they have a plan. This is great. there are scientists. They're very smart. You know. They're just gonna make this whole crew safe, yeah. And then of course the blood was just gone. Mm-hmm. All that shit was gone.
1: Somebody in that group,
0: yeah, someone did it. Mm-hmm.
1: And did you see who it was in that group?
0: I'm trying to remember.
1: It was the stoner.
0: Okay, so he did do it. Okay, somehow
1: because they said that. Because what was weird was he they said time, that. I feel like because what was weird was they said that the lock wasn't broken on
0: yeah. the blood
1: and the and it was relocked. So it had to be somebody with a key. But the older guy who had the gun. Clearly mm-hmm. he wasn't infected when they tested the doctor, right. the second doctor, he wasn't infected either. And they were the only two with access. So it was mm-hmm. just kind of like, well, somebody had to have stolen the key or something, you know, like somebody had to have stolen the key because either because neither one of them yeah. were infected. Oh, but I bring up the earring thing because mm-hmm. in the prequel, she figures out that one of one of the group is the thing because he normally has earrings
0: Oh, and it's and not she there. notices
1: it's gone and she's and she says something to him, and he's just like, "What are you talking about?" Like he's like totally normal, and then she just hoses him with a flamethrower. Then of course, nah! you know, he lets out that that scream, mm-hmm. and it's just like, "Whoa!" So, but I mean, that's a completely this
0: is something that's separate come up movie. Years later. Yeah, yeah, so I don't.
1: But like I said, this movie, the prequel, went out of its way to be as true
0: mm-hmm. to
1: the 1982 version as possible. So I feel like I can I can take that and trust that yes yeah, you know what i mean yeah definitely. and 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 yeah keith david had the earring and all that and kurt yeah. russell just killed the thing so I, I just don't understand how he would have gotten in fact i don't think either one of them were. i
0: want that ending yeah i, I do just, I, just... I
1: think they probably froze to death sadly but so you think they i don't did think either one that, of them yeah. well yeah i mean
0: there was no way they were to make it
1: well like they said that with all the equipment destroyed they were gonna have to wait till spring and winter had already settled in for like just only like a few weeks Mm -hmm. so they were they were done all the food was done they were gonna die there was no way yeah it was just a question that was um the ambiguity it was just that well if one of them is infected they'll just freeze and then fall out yeah whenever the rescue team comes and finds them you know Mm -hmm. what I mean but yeah I don't think I don't think so but I'm more of an optimist when it comes to that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. you know like inception I say that the top stopped right um but, yeah, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. That was something I was going to bring up, like kind of like a segue into quotes, because that was like, I mean, I'm it's hard for me to drop my favorite quotes down. But <laughs> so I just go and look them up. And I made sure to remember, look this one up, because I think the final conversation they have is probably the best. And, yeah. And his line is say, why don't we just wait here for a little while and see what happens? I <laughs> love that line. Yeah. <laughs> They're just well drinking the gym beam or whatever. Uh-huh and they're just like fuck it you know they survived it they're they're just sitting i love i love that it was them too yeah cuz those were two in the at least top few favorite characters i loved yeah um so that was a nice quote even the okay the one that you mentioned is awesome too because seriously that's a genuine fucking
1: well those I that. can tell you my two favorite lines now. It was, you know, uh-huh. you gotta be fucking kidding. Uh-huh. And then Kurt Russell's last line to the thing, yeah, fuck you, you too. And just That's throws ex- the dynamite. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That
0: was another one I was gonna say. And um yeah, that was that was, yeah, perfect. When he tells Gary, we'll do you last. But yeah, and then boom. boom. <laughs> yeah. Another scare. And that yeah. was so good.
1: And again, like the thing about the the that I really appreciate out of the movie. You know, when you see modern horror movies now, it's mm-hmm. it's always like a slow burn. You know, like even the good horror movies like um oh my god, how am I forgetting? The conjuring films. Right. You know, they start off slow, you're well, kinda getting freaked a bad out. Case. No no no, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. I'm just saying that this was completely not bad at all. Like, right. <laughs> like you know, when the dog the first time you see any of the ugly
0: mm-hmm. is when the
1: dog is when the husky transforms in front of the other dogs. And it's not like it slightly transforms or you see, like, a little thing happen and then it cuts away. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you see its entire face just peel right off. The skull of its mouth opens and a freaking tentacle comes out. It sprouts like spider legs out of its body. These other little tentacles come out of its back. It's just horrifying. <laughs> like, like, and it just happens, boom, just right in front of you. And it, and, you're, and the dogs are just barking. One of yeah. the dogs is, like, literally pulling the freaking the metal wire out of the fence to try yeah, and get, get out. out like it's just like ripping that out with say. its teeth like it's freaking like they were just so terrified like they knew exact because it came in and, and it took like a second the other dogs were like asleep one mm-hmm. a couple of them were just kind of laying there looking at it and it just laid down in front of them and just looked at them and then immediately all of them just like and which all I knew of them just started happen. barking yeah, yeah.
0: I have to say, that's my, my least favorite scene.
1: Because you love animals. and
0: It's really hard to watch. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's hardcore.
0: <laughs> Dude, and when he kills, he shoots the dog. Mm-hmm. Well, he shoots one of them. And then the fucking guy just killed the rest of the dogs that actually made it out. Blair. Because, because yeah. hey, they could have had it. Because
1: he didn't know. Yeah. Yeah,
0: they could have had it. Like,
1: they just could have had it. And I mean, mm-hmm. all of that shit right there in front of him started because of the one dog. Yeah. You know, and it's know. just like.
0: <laughs> yep. Like, I kind of just... made me suspicious when. And, I, and you know, when we were watching the critical drinkers critique of it, like, I forgot the dog jumps on someone and licks him. I, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize who it was.
1: It was the guy that was half transformed uh, okay. outside. That's why it was kind of weird that, like, he didn't, it didn't screw with him so yet until until thing. Uh-huh. The, the Two-Face got on him. Right. The other, know? yeah. The burned up uh 2 face one mm-hmm. but yeah like it, it might have already been in him i don't know i mean mm-hmm. we don't know but i mean yeah the dog just started licking him or maybe it wasn't him. maybe it was somebody else i don't know
0: yeah i was shocked when the guy that because i again the dog
1: the guy who was tending to the dogs he what he didn't, he didn't have, it. have it yeah that was wild right like that was kind that of was, interesting that it was, was like oh so it only so it chose only to affect a couple of them mm-hmm. which is probably i mean I don't understand why it would do that, but like that's kind of wild, mm-hmm. you know. Because that dude died; he like he shot him in the. Russell shot him in the head when he attacked. Yeah. I mean, he attacked him. He did attack him, so it was self defense. I mean, like I don't know about you, but if a guy's you know has a gun in a room, I'm not going to attack that guy right,
0: unless his, I know I
1: can get to him, you it, know.
0: And with his state, he was he was gone. Russell was gone, dude. Like sleep deprived. Everyone's sleep deprived.
1: Yeah, but, that's what sucks. And it's
0: like, you can tell, like, because everybody was starting to gang up on him. Like, I don't blame, like, I get why he shot him and it sucked. And it was just horrible because you know how, like, he's reached his, like, limit. Like, he's just, like, gone. Yeah. And, and I was worried he was starting to go crazy. I mean, they left him himself. outside.
1: They left him outside to die. Yeah. And, you know, like, I don't know if you I don't could probably... blame them because
0: think of the evidence they had with the clothes. Yeah,
1: yeah. So somebody was trying to set him up. That's what's wild. Somebody was clearly trying to set him up. It could have been the doctor. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been anybody. Yeah. It could have been the the stoner dude because he already had it. It could have been mm-hmm. that other poor bastard that had the heart attack. Could yeah. It could have been any of them, you know, and um, I, you can either chalk it up to, you know, like they're just not thinking clearly because they're all just like manic. You know, mm-hmm. they're all just at each other's throats. But, you know, like he, he's standing there and he has them all at. You know, at not gunpoint, but at flamethrower point, and they still don't trust him. And it's like, well, I mean, if he's holding all of y'all hostage and he's infected, yeah, he's he's just gonna infect you right now. You know what I mean? And it's like, so there's little things like that that you that kind of prove to prove to prove to you, the audience, that Russell isn't infected. I mean, he's the main character, right? Of course, they're not gonna have that happen. But um, you know, there's little stuff like that. If they were thinking clearly, they would have been mm-hmm. like. I mean, this guy's pointing a gun at us. You know, if he was infected, he would have just started spreading it to us right now. You know, we're at his mercy. But yeah, I've been watching that movie since I was a kid. And it's been my favorite horror movie since. It was hard for me to watch it when I was a kid. But once I finally watched it, then I'd run around my house with my toy guns, pretending like I was battling the thing and shit. And then there was the video game and the video Mm -hmm. game was served as a sequel.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And
1: it actually ends with you finding uh, McCready.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: And he's still alive, and he flies you all out of there. Like, he flies the survivors out of there on a helicopter. I don't know what happened to – I don't remember what happened to Childs' character. Mm-hmm. But um, I know at the end of the game, like, y- he helps you, and yeah. like and he flies you out of there. And it's like, oh, cool, he survived, you know. I love. But I mean, that. that's a yeah. video game. How far are you going to take that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I love
0: no? that this year I've never really been ex- – not exposed, but I haven't seen a lot. Again, as I mentioned in the previewing i haven't seen a lot of his work and seeing used cars earlier this year and then seeing <laughs> this movie you know i'm just looking at him kind of in different light it makes me kind of curious about more things he's done and i'm definitely interested in watching more you
1: gotta see tombstone i know and i'll probably I was... buy that on blu-ray just so we can watch it and yes. do a podcast on it because honestly mm-hmm. that is a movie worth owning i mean that is just a movie worth owning yeah I need and, to it, and see it. it really has an all-star cast um but if there's a Kurt Russell movie out there, you should watch that. Is, that is it.
0: That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I mean, this is a good one, too. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. Classic Russell. He looks fantastic yeah. in this movie.
1: There's even a random... Oh, I mean, if you want to see some real classic Russell, you could see, like, Escape from New York, which is John Carpenter also. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then the sequel, which is just ridiculous. Escape from L.A., which is John Carpenter also. Like mm-hmm. John-, John Carpenter made them both. And, es- and Escape from New York was a cult hit. It was a yeah. cult classic. It-, it failed at the box office. But it was, you know, dystopian and it was futuristic, so Mm -hmm. it was like, whoa, you know, Which
0: makes me kind of wonder, like, Kurt Rosal doesn't seem like that kind of actor who's diving into these really weird, different kind of world movies. Like, I think that's what Made me when I was watching it. I'm like, wow! Like he's in this really fucking weird ass project. <laughs> Turns out he's in more yeah. fucking weird ass projects, and that makes me really interested in him as an actor. Like he's like totally fascinated by it, and I love it because I guess I I feel like I I, I when I think of Kurt Russell, action star, maybe mm-hmm. 90s. Did he do a lot of action-y stuff?
1: Yeah, because I mean, in 2001, he came out in a, a movie I really lo- I really like called uh, Soldier,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he plays this. Uh, like raised from birth to be a soldier, like mm-hmm. he was taken from.
0: Is this another like dystopian type place? Uh,
1: I don't know if you can say it's dystopian. Like you, see, the movie starts off with you literally seeing him as a baby, yeah. and these military people just taking him from right. the hospital, and they tattoo his face. Uh, I forgot what his name is. It's like. See,
0: but this is already a different world. But yeah, like, it's, it's
1: futuristic. But like, right. but the reason why I say I don't know if you can call it dystopian or not is because. Like he's seemingly killed in a training exercise, and his body is just like thrown away in the trash, mm-hmm. and the trash is taken to like by spaceship to an- to like a trash Hi, planet. World no, that's what I'm saying. Like, and this is why I'm saying I don't know if you can call it dystopian or not because like it's a trash planet, mm-hmm. and he's just dumped on it, and there's people living on there who crash landed there like years before, and they have mm-hmm. their own like little village and shit. But everything is it looks. It's almost like it's dystopian or something because, like, it's just, like, garbage. I guess like, what
0: I mean is, like, sci-fi.
1: Well, it's sci-fi. It's definitely sci-fi. Okay, so it's kind of so it's
0: interesting that he does a lot of sci-fi, I feel like. I feel like just different kind of, again, situations. Yeah. It's not like,
1: you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, Stargate. Stargate was a big one. Right. Um, big, tr- just... big Trouble in Little China is, you know, like, a, is a fantasy, yes. is, mm-hmm. a, is a fantasy maybe. I think
0: that's just what makes me so fascinated by him is his interest in that and how he, he actually does a really good job in them. And I think that's just, fan. I didn't see him as that kind of actor in all these sci-fi action movies. And I think it's great. I feel like he supports those new ideas, supports those weird, crazy stories. And um I don't know. I think it's great that he's like a lead in them. Anyway.
1: Oh, well, real quick. He made Escape from New York in 81 with Carpenter and then oh, the thing okay. in 82. Okay. So
0: I guess early 80s, he was working a lot with him, Mm -hmm. which I mean, he already had a lot under his belt. And a lot of it was
1: because of, um, I think, I think the reason he broke out into all that stuff was because he was trying to get rid of his Disney persona. Right. Yeah. This is what Franz always said was creepy. In 1966, Walt Disney wrote Kurt Russell on a piece of paper as his final words. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs)
0: Right. Which you were talking about earlier. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it says in 1966, Russell signed a 10 year contract with a Walt Disney company and he was he was coming out like in Disney stuff. Right. And then. um, Yeah. And then I think he, he wanted to just break out of that. And that's why he, the first one of the first things he came out in was mm-hmm. used cars coming out of that. And it was, you know, raunchy rated, rated R. And, yeah. Loved and it's a great it. comedy. Like, it's just an excellent comedy. It is. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking through his movies right it's definitely here. definitely a
0: good time.
1: He was a character in fo- The Fox and the Hound. Oh. Copper. I haven't <gasps> seen that movie in years. Which one was no. Copper?
0: He's like the dog. He's the
1: dog. I oh wow! Well, he was dog. the voice of the dog Aww. in The Fox and the Hound. That's awesome. But yeah, like um, Tango and Cash was him and Sylvester Stallone, and mm-hmm. it was like you know a buddy action film. Here we you know. go. Uh, Backdraft is a is a dramatic role of his. That's that's a really good movie. Uh, William Baldwin, I think, mm-hmm. is the other actor in that uh, Tombstone, of course, and Stargate. Executive Decision is an excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Like Steve Seagal comes out in it. John Leguizamo is one of the main characters. Uh, that Halle Berry. Is one of the main, like, an early Halle Berry. Like, a, that's an awesome uh, action movie. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Soldier came out in, in 1998. I thought it came out in 2001.
0: Oh. Well, you know, I can see how you mix them up. Okay, okay so. so. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: Jeez. should keep that in. You
0: owe me a Coke. Okay.
1: No. Like, he's still making a lot of movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was, of course, his most one of his most recent things. Oh, they're making a Christmas. He's he's making one, another one of those Christmas chronicles. Oh yeah, that's coming cute. out this year. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I like because I did really well. Yeah, I liked the first one. I thought it was cool. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood was like his most recent. Oh they, He yeah, was the narrator small. and he played that part. Oh, Yeah, he was the narrator. I he forget. was the villain in Guardians too. He was uh-huh. Ego. Uh, he's been in the Fast and Furious movies, mm-hmm. Deepwater Horizon, uh, of course, Hateful Eight.
0: Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Again, I'm thinking Jeff Bridges. I'm so stupid. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just can't get over again. And it's it's like I was telling Eric too. Like, dude, I'm getting so lost with like... I used to do that with Liam Neeson and fucking um, <laughs> Ray Fines, man. I don't get it. I just don't understand why I will just...
1: See, like I was trying to remember who directed um, Soldier. And it was Paul W.S. Anderson, the guy who makes all those terrible Resident Evil movies. And uh, he made... Um, uh, death race and alien versus predator and mortal Kombat, which was mortal combat was awesome and event horizon which i mean if you thought this movie was ugly event horizon which you mentioned is earlier right ugly yeah that movie is ugly yeah because that movie's demonic like the mm-hmm. ship went into it went into like hell and Ooh, came back worse. possessed it's worse and like you just see like seriously fucked up like that movie is the only movie i've ever seen accurately portrayal What happens to a human when they're thrown into space Mm -hmm. without a suit? Right, and it is horrific. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely horrific, and it is what happens. Like your your blood boils, Mm -hmm. your blood vaporizes in your skin, and it bursts out of you. Like you just you just explode, and you see that happen to the guy,
0: which Um, you told me about. I remember you telling me about that.
1: Yeah, but Soldier, yeah, came out in nineteen ninety eight. It's a sci fi movie. Uh, if I had, it, it bombed, of course,
0: uh, it doesn't sound like it was a hit.
1: <sighs> I know, but it's an awesome movie. Heart, maybe I got to oh, it has a connection to Blade Runner. It was it was written by David Peoples, who co-wrote the script for Blade Runner. Soldier is considered to be a spin off side sequel, spiritual successor to Blade Runner.
0: My God. <laughs>
1: Seeing both films as existing in a shared fictional fictional universe. The film su- uh, the film obliquely refers to various elements of of stories written by Philip K Dick who writ who wrote mm-hmm. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep A spinner from Blade Runner can be seen in the wreckage on a junk planet in the film and it's it Kurt Russell's character is shown to have fought in the battles referenced by Roy Batty's Root Ru- Rucker Ru- Hauer, mm-hmm. rit- um referenced by his dying monologue the shoulder of Orion and Ten Tan Gate mm. Dude that's crazy I never re- I never knew that that's so cool man you gotta see it now
0: i know now i have to (laughs) but i mean it's an awesome
1: action movie like it's like it's one of those action movies where it's one guy just tearing up all these people of course but kurt russell barely talks in that movie he has maybe like 20 lines
0: well see that's that's interesting because
1: he's he's been trained since birth to Mm -hmm. be just the perfect soldier and like what the the main the main females Elle mcpherson i think Mm -hmm. i think that's who it is what does it even say connie nielsen is that the chick I thought it was L. McPherson. I'm screwed up, but anyway, yeah, it's just him just tearing up all these, you know, bastards, and the main bastard is um Jason Isaacs. You know who Jason Isaacs is right. I
0: can't think of him at the top of my. Head he was right.
1: Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter movies. Okay, Malfoy's father.
0: There
1: it is. Uh, he plays the main villain in the Patriot, which is another movie I really want you to see.
0: Yes, I know.
1: Man, he's an awesome We're actor. We're
0: going off way too. I, I know, I okay. know, but I mean, this is just
1: a Kurt Russell movie. I I really grew up uh, watching, but he also comes out in um. Just one, one final thing about Kurt Russell, just why he's so fantastic. He comes out in some other, like, kind of just, I, I guess, like, normal type of movies. You know, not science fiction or anything wild. Right. Another movie I watched with him growing up is called, uh... Ah, oh, what is it called? Man, I'm sorry. I'm trying to... break down. It's called Breakdown. Um, his wife, like, him and his wife are just basically traveling across the country mm-hmm. just on vacation. And she gets taken by this 18-wheeler and kidnapped. And... They basically tell him, like, clear out your bank account or we're going to kill her. So he's just, like, trying to get her back. Like, and it's just, you know, like a human movie. It is a good movie. So final thoughts. Okay. Would you watch it again?
0: I had to think about that while I was watching the movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just because it's messed up. Um, I think so. I don't necessarily see it, like, as a Halloween movie. I see it as, like, legit just a badass movie that you can just watch anytime. Like there's certain see like certain seasons where you like to watch certain movies. I don't necessarily think this is like a movie I'd watch every Halloween. This could be a movie I'd watch when it's just if it's just on. Yeah. I don't necessarily think I could I can't rewatch it yet. I have to like <laughs> process it for a bit.
1: Yeah. It's but, the kind of movie you want to show your friends just to fuck them up real quick. Oh <laughs> god. If
0: they're even into that, I don't really know because it's just messed up. Yeah. Like that was literally one question I was trying to think, like, how am I gonna answer this? Because I don't I don't know. It's really hard to watch. It seriously is.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm glad you rewatched it. Yeah. And, and
1: I've told you before, in, in the kind of the irony is that I've told you before, I don't like gore shit. I don't yeah. like it. And this movie's very gory. Yeah. But I mean, there's like a reason for it. It's not like I'm just watching some dude just cut some person up into pieces or just stab them a million times, you mm-hmm. know, and all this crap. Like it's an alien transforming. So it's, right. it's, it's different. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah. I get that. And that's
1: why it doesn't bother me the way like Bone Tomahawk bothered me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So would you buy it?
0: I wouldn't purchase it. I don't think it's in my DVD library, but it's very good. And I mean, you don't even own this movie, which is surprising.
1: I know it's because we. The last time I saw it, babe, honestly, was on VHS. That's how long ago it was that I saw it's it. It's got
0: to be out there. There's got to be a cool looking. Oh no, fucking it, looking I've seen it on Blu-ray.
1: It. Yeah, I gotta find it. I just gotta. I just gotta buy it. I just gotta find it. I
0: feel like it might have just not popped up.
1: Yeah, probably not. But yeah, yeah, I would definitely buy it, especially if there was like a. Dual Blu-ray copy of that one and the 2011 oh, one. For,
0: oh, yeah, fuck I would yeah. definitely that has to that. be out there.
1: Oh yeah, and I want to show you that one because you seem interested in it. Yeah, you know? I know.
0: Knowing the story, it tells you more of the story of the yeah of the other of, of what really happened.
1: So, would you recommend it to someone else?
0: I would not to Tracy. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, it's hard for her to watch scary movies. Um, I don't. I probably would. I'd say so, but I don't know if any anyone that I. have I feel like. People I know have seen it. Then there's those that haven't. But I don't know if they would find this any any kind of fascinating or because it's ugly. It is so ugly. I've taken a classic horror films class, and I think this one will probably is a bit much with the stuff. But I think we had to see it. I think the plot, the setting, the story, it's fucked up, and it's it's perfect. Like it's just. It's it's it, it defines horror. I could see why. I think in the in the IMDb facts, Entertainment Weekly said it's it was ranked as the twelfth like best horror movie of all time. Which I'm like, okay, twelve, hmm, but it's still pretty damn good.
1: Well, my favorite number is twelve, so <laughs> <Then it's> Perfect. <laughs> and plus, also, I think just by definition of it being the favorite movie mm-hmm. of the man himself, John Carpenter.
0: Exactly. I would think that
1: would that says a lot too just on its mm-hmm. face. You should ask your your parents if they've seen it. I bet you Pete has like probably seen it or something.
0: I think he said he mentioned that he doesn't do scary movies. Oh. At all.
1: Hmm. Are you glad you saw it?
0: Yes. Again, as I mentioned before, this is a classic in the in the horror genre. It had to be done. I had to see this movie and it was hard to watch, not going to lie. I th- yeah. I have to say The only thing that was hard for me to watch about with with this movie was the dog scene.
1: (laughs) Speaking of dogs, excuse just walked in.
0: (laughs) But still, it's that was the hardest thing to watch. And I'm not necessarily those kind of people that with like like are like animals abused and movies horrible. Like it's not something I'm like.
1: No, you just cry in Game of Thrones when the horse gets killed. That don't are really good actor.
0: he fell perfectly, honey. I don't understand this. He did a good job, okay. I grew up with two horses in my life. It's hard, <laughs> and I cried when the dragons had to get
1: locked up i oh, i just, I cried when that movie when that show just turned shit so. <laughs> that's that's another that's another conversation <laughs> that's altogether, another, yeah, what's that's, the last question on here? Oh, would you see it in theaters? I'm disappointed we didn't get to I know again. that's why I told you. I was like, "Are you sure?" And you were like, "No, I have to have it by this weekend, or whatever." I do. And I was just honey. like, "All right," because I think you're missing out, man. I <laughs>
0: am missing out. I'm gonna it check just... it out.
1: I'm gonna look and see because I bet you it's gonna sell out or something. No, actually, I can't say that now because of the you know the crap.
0: All the, yeah, with everything going on, I don't know. What on would... a
1: normal like, if, if that crap wasn't going on, I would bet money that it would sell the fuck. Oh, out.
0: definitely. It's definitely. I mean, classic. my dad. Yeah. When I
1: told him. He was like, "Oh man, where are you going?" I want to go,
0: and I was just like, seriously, and he was
1: just like, yeah, I want to go, and I was like, it's on a Friday, like at ten, and he was like,
0: I forgot, oh,
1: I don't know, and I was like, but there's a Saturday one that's like at nine, and there's other show times like maybe five or six, and he was like, oh, I'd go to that, I'd go to that, and I was like, okay, let me let me check it out.
0: Well, hopefully that would happen, honey. I think that would be cool for you to see it in theaters. But yeah, this was a really badass movie, and I'm kind of psyched that we did it for our tenth episode you know just and i i love to i love to do ones that i've never seen movies because i can finally understand like like what it is about certain ones because for me on this podcast like if it's a movie i haven't seen it's got to be a big one it's got to be a big one because i'm very passionate about movies i'm very like i i love and respect everything that like like you and my friends and my family love and adore um we all have similar interests and i think that this um movie was a really great choice to do this month not necessarily again i i mean maybe it is a halloween movie i could
1: i could be wrong well i'd say it's a halloween movie i mean i
0: mean sure because it's very very scary um and you want to be scared of this season this definitely scared me i don't i wouldn't get nightmares i think something you mentioned when you're watching i hope this doesn't give you nightmares yeah
1: it, well because of how ugly won't.
0: i know but it won't um which apparently that dude had to get hospitalized because he was like living in the studio what okay. The dude that did the effects.
1: The 22-year-old?
0: Yes, <laughs> dude, because it was so intense. He did a damn good job, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, he made a movie that basically uh, was timeless. Yeah. Because, I mean, the only there was only a little bit of CGI when it ripped out of the ground towards mm-hmm. the end. You know, and it looked like old CGI, like old CGI, yes. but that was it. And then when you see it, what it is, then it's all practical.
0: It's insane.
1: You know, and I mean, practical effects, that shit lives forever.
0: Yeah. Next week is a big week. This is my last week as a (sighs) 29-year-old. Honey, I'm not ready. Um, Next week we're doing Scream, and it's going to be a big one, guys, so can't wait. Honey, aren't you going to tell me happy birthday? No. I'm taking this out. Honey, I'm taking everything out. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, we're stopping. All right.
1: (laughs) I have to leave. I have to leave now. I have to leave. We have to (laughs) leave now. We have to go. I'm going
0: another business downfire references reference in this podcast hey if you made it this far into the podcast thank you so much for listening to the show please subscribe and like and follow and do all those things at our social media pages on twitter and instagram at never seen it texas that's s-c-e-n-e and t-x and give us your feedback or maybe even a film recommendation I want to thank my other half, Eric, for joining me today, and I want to give a huge thank you to our technical producer, Rami Garza, who makes this podcast possible. Well, until next time, why don't we just wait here a while, see what happens?